and you know, not every day is easy. We, we have right. the days of tears and feeling, yeah, just going through all the hard feelings mm-hmm. of not having what you really want, but then still just keep bringing yourself back to that place of, but God is good and God is faithful. Welcome to the Extraordinary Lives Podcast, where we talk about lives that go beyond the ordinary to the extraordinary with the extra being Jesus. We'll be encouraged with amazing stories and helpful insights from the lives of ordinary people who have that extra, that supernatural difference that only Jesus can give. I'm your host, Ellen Bennett. Thanks for joining us. Hi everyone, I am thrilled to have Carly Cosentino on the show today. She is a very sweet friend from Horizon Prep. We started working there together the same year and actually Dr. Jeff Pratt, who was interviewed in an earlier show, was our boss at the time. We have also just sweet girlfriends from that time that we still get together with. So Carly has a true heart for the Lord and wanting to be his servant. She has been through some hard things, but she has relied on the Lord and he has been faithful. So I'm excited for you to hear more about her life and her trust in the Lord. Welcome, Carly. Thank you, Ellen. It's an honor to be here. Well, let's get started. Tell me a little about your background. Where were you raised? And tell us a little bit about your family that you grew up in. All right. Well, I was born and raised in San Diego in an amazing family. My parents have been married for 36 years and they have three kids. I'm the oldest. Next is my brother, Tony, and then my sister, Christy. We're each about two and a half years apart and we have great relationships with each other. My parents are Christians and raised us to know the Lord. Going to church was always part of my life. My parents prioritized sending us to Christian schools and raising us with godly values. I remember my mom reading devotions to us every night before bed, and then we would all take turns praying. And another part of my childhood, quite memorable, was going on family vacations. We went to places like Lake Tahoe, Yellowstone, and even Puerto Vallarta in Mexico. That's great. There's Mm -hmm. something about family vacations that just really give you those shared fun memories together. And I have to give a shout out to Christy. She came to my mom's 80th birthday party a few weeks ago because she actually lives in Knoxville too with her family. So thank you, Christy, for coming to that and being such a sweet friend to my mom. So let me hear a little bit more. Tell me about your college experience and what you're up to now now? Sure. So I went to Point Loma Nazarene University and I studied elementary education, thinking I would be a fifth grade teacher someday. Growing up, I had always wanted to be a teacher. I also studied math and music in college and decided to get a math teaching credential for upper school as well. I wanted to be as prepared as possible for whatever opportunities might come. I went to grad school at Point Loma for my credentials and master's degree in teaching. And then God provided my first teaching job for a combination first and second grade class at a public charter school in Temecula. That year was a great learning experience for me, but I really wanted to be at a Christian school, specifically at Horizon Prep, which I had heard about because one of my college professors helped start the school. I was hired to teach upper school math at Horizon Prep the next year, and that was how I met you, Ellen, because you were hired at the same time, and you were so friendly to me. I immediately knew you'd be a great coworker. So yeah, like we said, that was 10 years ago, and here we are today. I'm very thankful for your friendship. 
So for the next seven years, I taught junior high and high school math and also some music classes, including middle school choir at Horizon Prep. It was a wonderful community of staff and families, and I thought I would stay there forever. But after seven years, the Lord called me to teach at none other than my high school alma mater, Calvin Christian School. I also had that in the back of my mind, wanting to teach there someday. It feels like a dream come true. I love the jobs that the Lord has given me. This is my fourth year teaching upper school math there, and it's another great Christian community of families and staff, including Dr. Jeff Pratt, who we mentioned, and he is now our amazing head of school at Calvin. Uh, It's fun to be teaching with some of the same teachers who once taught me so many years ago, and at Calvin, it's another great community of colleagues and friends. That's awesome. I love, too, how at Horizon Prep, you were able to combine your love of music and your background in music. Yes. Now, were you in an opera in Point Loma? (laughs) Tell me just a little bit about that, because I remember something about that. That's right. So we studied classically at Point Loma in the music department. So we learned how to sing classically, and they performed operas. And so I did get to perform in several different opera shows and sing in that style, which was new for me. Yes, that's fantastic. And you have such a beautiful voice. I love hearing you sing. So that's a real blessing that you had that extra training as well. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about how you came to follow Jesus. And what does that even mean to follow Jesus? Yes. So I accepted Jesus into my heart in Sunday school when I was very young, maybe five years old. And since it was normal and expected for me to go to church and youth group and high school camp, I definitely had a marking moment when I went to college and had to truly decide for myself to attend church and even to decide where I wanted to go to church. And it has been a journey of learning to follow the Lord with my whole heart. I would say that following Jesus means surrendering, surrendering every part of your life, all of your desires, your wants and preferences for what God says is best for you. For me, this has taken incredible patience and waiting seasons and laying down some dreams that I had for myself. As wonderful as my life story has been, it hasn't been everything that I've wanted or the timing that I've hoped for. And I'm learning to trust that God knows best and to choose his way instead of mine. I love that verse in Isaiah 55, that his ways are higher than mine, his thoughts are higher than mine. And I can just spend this time enjoying building a personal relationship with the Lord. And for me, this looks like spending time in his word, singing praises to the Lord, praying to him, going on walks where I just pray and imagine Jesus right there with me. I just know he wants my heart. And I think following Jesus also means having a lifestyle of loving God and loving people. And of course, I don't always get it right, but I want Mm -hmm. people to see Jesus and how I treat them, even in apologies and repentance and conviction to do the right thing. Also, just the ways that we love people by celebrating them and praying for them too. That's really great. I love your definition of surrender, that it involves surrender. And I think what's funny is I've been thinking about that lately, that really, I may think I've surrendered everything, but then I'll be reading the Bible and something new will come up or I'll have a thought about, oh, I don't think I really surrendered that. 
So I think it is a constant process that he can reveal to us, but the idea is that we want to follow him. We trust that he is loving and has our best in mind. And I love to how you mentioned sometimes it involves some apologies and repentance because Mm. we're not perfect. But what's great is the Lord can show us. Sometimes we can be hard hearted or just wanting to protect ourselves. And we may not even realize when we're not being a good friend to others, but Mm. he can really show us that and help us in that to be a better friend. And we can do that because we know that he loves us. And therefore, that really helps enable us to love others better, too, because we have that foundation, that anchor in Him and our identity in Him. Great. Well, thank you. And what are some God stories? I always love talking about how people have seen God work significantly in their lives. Any stories about the difference Jesus makes? All right. Well, I would like to share that to this day, I actually cannot hear out of one ear. I was born that way from nerve damage. And so far in my life, I have never been able to hear out of my right ear. And I've adapted to it because I don't know any different. One funny advantage is being able to roll over and cut out any noise when I'm sleeping. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I only need one headphone. Um, But I am believing and praying for healing from the Lord. I wanted to share that because God has been so gracious to not let that be a hindrance from letting me hear music, music notes and sing and grow and my ability to sing and then use singing in the church to serve on the worship team. I love music and I love to sing like we talked about in college. Mm -hmm. I studied there and that's been a neat part of my journey of following the Lord, how he uses worship songs to speak right to my heart for every season that I go through. No matter what, God always deserves my highest praise and he's given me some songs to right too. I've been able to sing on worship teams at many churches, starting in youth group at Living Way Church, then at Horizon Church, where I was attending there for four years. And now I'm attending Awaken Church and singing on the worship team there. And I've been attending Awaken Church for six years now. That's Um, great. Yeah. So that was just one God story about using music in my life and worship. And then another thing I'd like to share is one of the most shaping experiences of my life and also the most traumatic. And that was going through a relationship that ended five years ago. It was my first serious relationship. And even though the guy said he was a Christian, I finally saw that this was not a healthy situation for me to be in. When I ended the relationship, the guy chose blackmail and other psychological, emotional tactics to hurt me very badly. It was so bad that things escalated to the legal level where I needed to get help. It felt like my worst fears were all happening, like life had turned into a nightmare. And Ellen, you were with me through that, providing Mm -hmm. regular counseling and prayer. I also went through an intensive counseling course and I learned a lot through that whole experience. The most important thing for me to share is how God protected me and showed incredible grace and mercy to me. Even though I wish I had done things differently in the relationship, I leaned into counsel and held on to scripture in the Psalms about how God defends the broken. I actually had to read that and really take it at face value like I this is what I absolutely need Mm -hmm. and I have Isaiah 54 still written out and taped up on my wall it says no weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn 
I learned on a much deeper level about God's incredible forgiveness and mercy. I remember going to a Christmas carol service when my world felt like it was falling apart and hearing the songs again like my life depended on it. There's that, oh holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. And just listening to that music was tears coming to my eyes, realizing how much I needed that, how much I needed this Savior. And since then, it's been a journey of restoration. And Jen Chippa actually spoke that over me. God will restore everything because it was it was very traumatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's true. I had to step down from the worship team while I healed from this heartbreak um, and everything that was going on behind the scenes. But it has all been redeemed and restored to more than before. And worshiping God means that much more to me now. I know that God is a good God. He is always faithful, even when we are not. I learned that nothing is wasted. The pain I went through wasn't for nothing. And I have a deeper realization of who I am in Christ and how much he loves me. And I hope my story encourages people that even when it feels like there's no hope for a situation getting better, God is still working and nothing is impossible with him. And he is always there with you. Wow. Thanks so much for being willing to share all of that, Carly. I was really touched by your dedication to just cling to the Lord and to seek counsel, but then also just to seek community from your own family, from trusted friends, and we love you and adore you and Mm. are so grateful that you're not in that situation anymore and that you have just come so far and learned so much. Mm, So big kudos to you. Oh, praise God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm curious too, with such a tough experience like that, what have you learned about yourself through all of that? And how do you think that helped to grow you in who you are today? Yes. So I learned that desiring affirmation from man and even desiring a relationship to feel loved and wanted clouded my ability to see that this relationship wasn't healthy. And I've grown in just wanting only this from the Lord, that he's the only being that I should be desiring affirmation from. And of course, that's much easier said than done. (laughs) But my true identity is that I am loved by my Savior and that I don't need that recognition from man. Um, I've become more confident and more aware. I learned a lot in the life skills counseling course, and I've learned how to spot unhealthy behavior even in myself. I've struggled my whole life with performance perfectionism and standing up for myself with healthy boundaries has always been hard for me, like being assertive. I just don't like conflict. I like everybody to be happy, but I've realized how important healthy boundaries are in relationships, and I'm still learning and practicing that. And even recently, through another relationship, I learned that I still had some trauma to heal from, just knowing that this is a process of just walking with the Lord. That's really so true. So much of our lives is a process. We can learn a lot, then all of a sudden, we're just going along and things seem to creep back in. Maybe they're they're lies that we tell ourselves, or we get into those unhealthy patterns again. And it's so good to be able to recognize that. I think that's part of the first step is just being able to recognize, wait a minute, I'm falling back into this pattern or I'm not completely healed from this yet. And thankfully God is just so patient with us and knows that and wants to help us. I see in myself too, where sometimes I'm not assertive, where I should be Mm. to defend myself because I don't like conflict or I want to be a people pleaser. 
And it doesn't make sense. Of course, I should value myself enough to stand up for myself. So it's strange to look back on times in my life when I haven't done that. And it's actually really good to see that and to try to change that in the future and know, okay, Lord, I really need you in those situations as well. So thank you for sharing that. And I agree, it is a process. Well, what are some of the best lessons you've learned from following the Lord? We've already heard a few, Mm -hmm. and what are some lessons you're learning today? So currently, I'm in the process of recovering from a knee injury, and so this reminds me of many different knee surgeries that I've had in my life. I've had four knee surgeries, and both ACLs I've torn in basketball, and so it's all like sports related. Mm -hmm. And recently I've had some cartilage tears that have needed to be repaired and I love to be active and I love to run lately I had taken up running I had just run my first marathon and then done a triple crown with a few different runs throughout the year and half marathons and was just getting excited about that and then it was like a screeching halt on it when I tore my meniscus a couple years ago so it's been a couple years of trying to figure out what the problem was and then having two different surgeries now to repair that and this is teaching me patience and trusting in the Lord's timing. And, you know, he gets our attention through different situations like this. He just wants relationship with us and just knowing that, that God has my best in mind. And it reminds me too of when I had my first ACL repair surgery in high school. It was devastating timing for me because it was right before my senior year and I was about to be the lead role in the school play. And I just was so worried that I wouldn't be able to perform. I was going to have to have this big surgery, but the Lord made a way and I was able to put the surgery off and still perform in the play. And I'm so thankful for that. Mm And then had the big surgery later and I'm fully healed from both both ACL surgeries. So thankful. And so I, I know God has an amazing track record of being faithful and healing. And so just leaning on that and just believing I'll be fully healed and running again soon. I love how you use the word track record. Oh, <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> and also one thing that I think about is that we do live in a fallen world that mm. our bodies aren't perfect, that we aren't perfect, but thankfully God is here to help us through all of that as well. All yeah. right, well, tell us more. So something else, I recently got my administrative credential with the hope and goal of being a principal someday. And so it's another situation where I wanted to do everything I can to prepare for opportunities in the future and just trusting God's timing with that because I'm thinking career-wise, what's next? And I love being in the academic world and I love teaching and I don't want to rush out of teaching too because it's so life-giving for me, especially teaching math and being able to work with students in a Christian environment too. I wanted to mention how special it is to be able to pray with students and go to chapel with them and speak about the things of God and how math draws us into a deeper relationship with the Lord as well, because we learn that he's a God of order and structure and he's created math to help us 
learn about him. So that to say that I really enjoyed that career path for my life and just thinking ahead about, wow, I really want to just keep going in this and what would be a good next step, perhaps going into administration. So I finished that in March of this year and just waiting to see what doors the Lord will open and trusting his timing in that. That's great. Congratulations. That Mm. is a very big step and accomplishment. So I'm proud of you for that. And of course, teaching just gives you so much great experience with knowing how to be a principal. So that's terrific. I'm glad you're going to pursue that. I would have my grandkids go to a school where you were principal, for sure. (laughs) Oh, and actually, I'll add, too, that it's been great being at Calvin while I'm walking through this journey because the administration is so valuing of this journey Mm -hmm. for me. And just our current principal, David Illman, has been mentoring me and teaching me different things to pick up for being a future administrator as well. And so I've just appreciated that. And even Dr. Pratt with valuing my journey and giving me opportunities has felt very wonderful being there. That is just terrific. It really shows the value of Christian community, valuing others and the gifts that God has gifted us with Mm -hmm. and wanting to just champion those on and others. I love to hear that. Well, how about any other life experiences where you've seen Jesus at work? Anything else you want to add? So my life verse is Galatians 2.20, which says, I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And so I've just been learning that throughout my life, what it means to, again, just surrender and lay down your life and just have it truly be Christ at work in our hearts. That's the goal is God wants to make us more and more like Jesus. So I've leaned into having mentors in my life and learned the value of discipleship, which is walking through life with someone being trained and coached in the word with someone who's farther along than you in their life of following Christ. So in addition to having Jen Ship as an accountability partner who's been amazing, we've just been praying together for, it's been about 10 years now. Mm-hmm. I specifically sought out a mentor, Heather from my church who the Lord highlighted to me during the pandemic season when purity and singleness was really an important thing for me to be pursuing. And so Heather and I started having regular phone calls check-ins and prayer times. And I'm so grateful for her because this has been very special and healing and important for me in my walk, uh, which leads me to the season of singleness, which has been a big part of my life with the Lord because I'm single now at age 34. And that's not how I was thinking my life would go. I really want to be married. I want to have a family. That's the deepest desire of my heart. So learning how to live well in this season that God really has blessed me with and just seeing it as a blessing, knowing that God still cares. He wants to give us the desires of our heart and it comes down to trusting him and I want to encourage those that are walking in this season, and maybe it wasn't how you thought it would originally go, just knowing that God still sees you. And choosing gratefulness is such a great way to walk through this season. For me, I'm checking my heart, making sure that being married isn't an idol, but rather just using 
that desire to be praying for my husband and speaking life over him wherever he is. I don't know where or who he Mm -hmm. is, but I just trust that God's going to bring that in his time. And in the meantime, I can be redeeming the time. I listen to great podcasts. There's one called The Heart of Dating and listen to great speakers. This amazing online program called The One University, which is the one like the one you're praying for and believing for. I've read great books to encourage me then remind me that God still sees me. Even just talking with a friend recently, she was saying, you're so inspiring the way that you live your life. And Mm. she knows my journey of singleness. And she said, how do you do it? How do you keep the faith in this hard time? So just that reminded me like, yeah, people are watching. People want to see how you're walking gracefully through this season. And just remembering to celebrate others when you hear about some friend that's getting married. It's like, yes, good for you. I'm so happy for you. And keeping my eyes fixed on Jesus and not on myself and on other people. And just knowing God knows my heart. He's been so faithful to provide just what I need throughout life, including these couple of relationships that I've learned a lot from and grown from, and then choosing gratefulness. I have to say my heart is at peace. I have so many things in life to be thankful for, including an amazing community around me. That's fantastic and great encouragement for all of us. I remember a quote from Jim Elliott that is something like, wherever you are, be all there. Hmm. And I think about that, that wherever God has placed us, whatever's going on in our lives, to really be focusing on that time and how he would have us be or how he can use us in those situations. So I love that you're choosing, and I'm sure it has to be a conscious choice sometimes to be grateful and and to just remember all of the great things he's done and is doing. Sure. And, you know, not every day is easy. We we have the days of tears and feeling, yeah, just going through all the hard feelings Mm -hmm. of not having what you really want, but then still just keep bringing yourself back to that place of, but God is good and God is faithful. Thank you so much for sharing that because I think sometimes as Christians, we can just think, oh, I'm not supposed to feel this way. Mm. But that's not how it is at all. We look at David and the Psalms and he's pouring out his heart to the Lord. And so thanks for sharing that, that we need to be real. God knows what we're feeling. And it even says that he's able to empathize with us because he himself was here on earth and went through the struggles that Mm. we go through. So thank you, Carly. It's just been a delight to hear your heart and be with you. And I'm just very, very grateful for our friendship. Oh, thank you, Owen. This has been great. Thank you for having me. Thanks everyone for joining us. This is Ellen Bennett with the Extraordinary Lives Podcast.